all right you guys thank you so much for tuning in to episode two for those of you that don't know this is girl versus everything a podcast where i'm exploring the different avenues of mental and emotional health through the lens of young black womanhood one thing that i forgot to mention in my first episode is um my name i forgot to give my name and surprisingly enough nobody else like seemed to notice it either but just so everybody knows i go by shanti and um since i just mentioned my first episode for anybody that didn't bother to check it out and was just a little bit curious as to who i am and why i decided to start this you can probably go back and check it out but if you don't care about any of that and you just kind of want to keep going forward into the more interesting topics then um yeah so today with it kind of being a new year um i thought that i would discuss something that's definitely a little bit or should be a little bit more thought-provoking and so today i'm discussing insecurities and specifically why i'm starting to become more adamant about overcoming mine and why i kind of think it's important for everyone else to overcome theirs and so i want to start by making a pretty strong statement here and saying that everybody at one point in time has dealt with insecurities or felt insecure before and I think if I said that and in your head, you were just like, no, I've never been insecure. I, I, I can't relate. I don't know what you're talking about. You're lying. And I only say that because we live in a society that definitely shows preference to certain physical features and certain types of personalities and, you know, other things of that nature. And I think it's very hard to kind of exist in a society such as ours that does show these preferences and not feel insecure at some point if you find yourself not fitting in. To either one of those um you know so for women a lot of times we're made to feel very insecure about our body types if we don't look a certain way um if we don't have a flat stomach and you know since big lips and big butts are a, like a very big thing now if you don't have big lips or a big butt it's kind of like a oh, okay like you're only halfway there like you only meet half of our um requirements for kind of like existing as a woman or being seen as an attractive and beautiful and beautiful woman um, then I imagine that my male listeners, I imagine that y'all probably deal with some of the same things, um, kind of dealing with insecurities um, from a physical um, standpoint. Maybe if you're not a certain height or abs or something like that. I'm not totally enlightened about what men um, go through as far as insecurities. And if anybody wants to enlighten me, um, you can reach out and contact me. Because I am just genuinely interested. Um, a lot of my male friends don't really talk about their insecurities. And even though I'm aware that they definitely do exist for them, they're just not opening up to me about them. Or probably anybody about them because, you know, masculinity is a prison and men don't do those things. But anyway, I feel like um, a big thing when it comes to insecurities and part of why not just men, but just women, men, people in general don't bother to discuss them is mainly because a lot of people try to act as if you are insecure if you're struggling with insecurities then that means that you're a jealous or envious person but i've never in like a billion years been insecure about something and at the same time felt jealous of someone else like my insecurities aren't stemming from a place of envy or jealousy like i know how to give somebody like their props when they do like i know when to applaud somebody for doing something better than me um even if that does make me feel some type of way like i'm just i'm not the type just kind of be like standing around like hating on people because I can't do something that they out here doing like I just think it's the lamest thing ever no offense to anybody whose insecurities might you know stem from places of jealousy but I just I 
I don't understand that. <laughs> like, I don't understand being jealous or envious of someone. So my insecurities have never been that. In fact, my insecurities, and probably the same for a lot of you, they're they're very personal. Um, they stem from just personal negative self views. Um, a lot of times it's just me looking in the mirror and picking at myself over things that you know are aren't probably even worth picking over. But what I will say is that a lot of my insecurities didn't become insecurities until somebody made them one. Um, and I know you're probably like, oh, okay, well, that's your fault if you're allowing other people to make you insecure. But it's kind of like, well, a lot of my insecurities began before I reached 20. And, you know, when you're a teenager or a kid, you're very impressionable. You know, shit that people say to you. Um, it's very easy to take that to heart when you're a kid because you don't know any better. Like when you're a kid, you can't tell somebody to fuck off for like saying something rude to you about yourself. Um, and so like my very, the very first time I can recall truly being insecure is about my weight. And this is something that I've been going back and forth with for like three years. And I'm finally getting to a point where I just don't necessarily care. I'm not saying like, I don't care about my weight from like a health standpoint, from just from like a, the way that my body type looks now, I've just finally reached a point where I don't care. But back when I was like the end of my sophomore year or the beginning of my junior year in high school, I was so insecure about my weight. It was fucking ridiculous. And the crazy part was I didn't even start to become that way until members of my family started saying it. So, you know, I was I was aware that I had gained weight. Clearly, um, I, I don't think it's possible to gain weight without realizing it at some point, like. I was aware that I had gained the weight, but it wasn't like a big deal to me since I was still fairly young at the time. I was only like maybe 15, 15, maybe 15 going on 16, 16 going on 17. I don't know. Um, I'm bad at math. I don't even know why I tried that. But anyway, um, because I was so young, I just kind of associated that with coming into womanhood. You know, as a black woman, you know, me gaining weight in certain areas and kind of giving more of like a curvy figure, that was something that just seemed normal to me as a black woman, you know, I'm just like, okay, the black woman in my family and communities, they're having like these, you know, like they have like a certain shape and sure, like the weight that I had gained might not be a part of that certain shape, but I just didn't think that it was a bad thing. And then it was like one day I got home and all hell broke loose. My parents started making comments about my weight under the guise of it being like genuinely concerned and honestly, I feel like that's even more insulting if somebody, you know, says something about you and, and they put it in a way that's kind of like as if it's coming from a place of concern when it's kind of like a place of, I don't, I don't know, it's just, it's not really coming from a place of concern. So like, if it was coming from a place of concern with my parents, I probably didn't recognize it as such at the time because it wasn't like they were saying, oh my God. You know, if you gain weight, you need to slim back down. This is unhealthy. It was like, oh, you know, if you've gotten like really, really fat, you've gotten really, really fat. Like, look at you. Just all of, like this other really negative stuff. Just kind of like using certain words and causing them to become a negative image in my head. And then it was it it wasn't even like just my parents, y'all. I think that that's the real crazy part. It wasn't like it was just people that I was like, it wasn't family I was just living at home with. It was like extended family. I don't see my extended family too often. When I say I don't see my extended family too often, I mean, I could probably go two or three years without seeing any of these people. Like, I have extended family um, that I see so little to where if we see one another on the train, we have to, like, look at one another before one of us is kind of like, aren't I related to you? 
on like some real like dumb shit. So it was like family members I hadn't seen in years saying that to me too. It's just it's just kind of like wow. Um, what do I do with this? Um, and like I said, even though I am starting to get to a point where I am just kind of like careless about what people are saying, you know, for a really long time, like that, um, having that particular insecurity became something that definitely, um, caused issues for me. It caused issues with how I viewed myself. It caused issues with how I expressed myself. I had basically started toning down. The things that I like to wear and stuff like that because I got so used to kind of being made fun of for not looking a certain way. Um, in my clothes and, you know, even though I would like to think, well, I like to think that, you know, my parents did mean well when they first tried to bring, like, this idea of being, needing to lose weight to my attention. The way that they went about it was just shitty. They went about it in a very, very shitty way. Um, and I'm not afraid to kind of, you know, let that be known that, you know, even though these are my parents and they might have had the best interest, they went about it in a shit way. And I feel like if I were at a point where I could definitely tell them that now, I probably would, but I can't. <laughs> but um, I think really the most unfortunate part is um, it's like even now, I can't even pinpoint exactly what it is that I'm insecure about at times. All I know is that I am just insecure. Um, it's days where I look in the mirror and I think I'm totally fine. It's just like, okay, like, this is it. Like, you look great. This is the best you're going to do for the day. And, and you look great. And then there are other days where it's just kind of like I look in the mirror and it's just like everything is absolutely wrong. But I can't necessarily pinpoint what is wrong. And I think that that's like super crazy because I feel like if you're going to be looking in the mirror all the time, or if you're going to be down on yourself about something, you need to at least be able to identify identify what it is. And once my, my weight stopped being a factor within my insecurities as heavily, and I came to the realization that I really didn't know what else I was, like, complaining about, um, it just kind of became, like, very, I don't know, like, demeaning on me at that point. Um, and it just got to a point where it was just me kind of picking at myself um, over nothing. And, um, I think that, well, at least lately, um, when I reflect on my insecurities, kind of in the way that I am doing now, I kind of, I'm not gonna say that I laugh, but, um, I do find myself a little bit baffled at times, um, when I do find myself deep inside of, like, my own insecurities, because we are currently, well, I don't know if anybody else has noticed, but. For black women, we're currently living in a time where we're being used as like a prototype for just about everything from fashion to from fashion to people kind of mimicking these terrible, terrible stereotypes of what they believe black women to be to um, people paying hella money to have features that have always been associated with us, such as a big ass and big lips. Um, not to say that those are like things that you must have to be a black woman, but you know, that's just something that's always been associated with us. Um, I can't remember a time growing up where I didn't know big lips and a big butt or a big nose or, you know, a certain hairstyle or some other thing kind of being associated strictly with black women. And not only was it associated strictly with black women, but it was always associated in a negative way. So to now reach a point 
in time where a lot of these things, a lot of these concepts are no longer viewed in a negative way. But for it to also kind of be like, because I am still a black woman and anti-blackness is still very much a thing throughout all communities. It's kind of like a, hmm. It's like I can't even take, you know, praise in the fact that I'm existing as, you know, a woman, you know, I'm existing as a woman that already has qualities about myself that other people are paying for, that other people are desperately, desperately trying so hard to obtain themselves in very unnatural ways. And, you know, this isn't to like shit on people who, who are going and like getting plastic surgery and doing whatever it is that they do. But this is to say that, you know, I definitely notice it. And, you know, me as a black woman, not only do I notice it, but I definitely see how many people kind of go and they do these things and they kind of slide under the radar when it comes to kind of acknowledging where they're getting their inspiration from. And I don't fuck with it. <laughs> Like, I don't like it. I don't agree with it. Um, and I definitely see it. And I'm always going to call it out whenever I'm able to do so. And even with that being said, like this idea of being insecure as a black woman, despite being at a certain point in time where you would think that I wouldn't feel that way. Um, I also feel like that's where some of the irony comes from when it does come to me being insecure, you know, because I do know that I have um certain good traits and qualities about myself that I should probably you know um applaud myself for a little bit more um but even in that same sense I think part of what I truly hate about being insecure is that um there's irrationality there always like um a lot of my insecurities at times when they're at their peak are extremely extremely irrational um they just don't they make absolutely no sense so Right now I'm bald. Like I have um I'm bald. I don't mean bald as if like I'm just bare ass scout, but I have I guess I don't know if it would be considered a phase or a buzz buzz cut. I'm still like new to these type of things. But I had some damage in my hair and I basically had to cut all of my hair off. And um even though this moment has like been pretty like critical for me, it hasn't been like a bad thing. Um, it hasn't been as terrible as I thought it would be. Which is surprising because when I tell y'all that like back in high school, um, and even like my freshman year of college last year, that you would not be able to catch me outside the house for too long without my hair done in braids or a crochet braid or like something. Um, like honestly, I would not want to leave the house if my hair was not laid to perfection. And it wasn't like there was anything wrong with my natural hair. I just had like 4C hair texture and God, I'm using a lot of terms that y'all probably don't know. Um, oh, well. But yeah, I have 4C hair texture, which is pretty much a very tight and kinky hair texture. Um, that's, yeah, that just it just doesn't get a lot of love. Like, 4C hair just don't get a lot of love um, out here in the natural hair movement. And so, you know, that's that was like my, you know, natural, that's my natural hair texture when it does grow out and it like it wasn't like there was anything necessarily wrong with it but I just hated it I didn't know how to manage it and I had just you know I'm so used to wearing braids and stuff like that that anytime I had to take my hair down even if it was just like okay well you gotta wear your hair out for like two days before you go get braids again I would not want to leave the house I wouldn't want to leave the house I wouldn't want to do anything I was so insecure and just so like embarrassed and it was just like the craziest thing in the world like thinking on it now especially since I have cut my hair off 
And especially because I was still, like, showing some of this behavior months ago. It's just, like, it's crazy to think about how, like, being insecure, like, that can just make you so irrational in your own thought process. Like, it was just, like, even when I think about it now, it's just so embarrassing to think about. It's just kind of, like, how can you think that lowly of yourself? That's something, like, hair is enough for you to kind of be, like, okay, I'm going to shut myself away from the world. And um, I'm going to discuss my history with my hair and identity and stuff like that in some coming episodes. So this definitely isn't going to be the last time that you hear about this, but definitely thinking on it now. It's just crazy to think how much of my identity was put into my hair um, and how little I care about that now. And honestly, I think my hair, my experience with my hair Um, And the little that I've just told you is a big chunk of why I have become adamant about being less um, less insecure. Because honestly, um, insecurities, not only is it like something that's just very difficult to deal with, because again, you're the only one dealing with your own insecurities. um, And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, how you feel about yourself is ultimately like on you. Like there's only so much people can tell you you know, about, like, how you are before you either choose to believe them or, you know, you choose to continue believing whatever it is that you're telling yourself. But it's also extremely exhausting. Like, it is exhausting. Being into, I'm not, well, having insecurities is exhausting, but I'm pretty sure that being an insecure person overall is definitely exhausting. And I say being an insecure person overall because I don't, think that I'm one of those people that's like insecure constantly 24-7 I just have moments where I am and sometimes those moments are extremely overwhelming um but yeah it's definitely exhausting I'm constantly trying to battle um your insecurities um because ultimately it turns you into your own bully like after a certain point It's not, like, just the other people around you telling you stuff. It's you. Like, at some point, you have to start taking the things that you're insecure about and the things that people are telling you. And you have to stop listening to it. Um, And I know that's not an easy thing to do. Like, it took me damn near three years to really stop listening to my parents saying negative things about how I look as a result of my weight. But at some point, like, you have to. At some point, it can't continue to be what everybody else is telling you. Like, it has to be, okay... Even if they are telling you X, Y, and Z, what are you telling yourself? Are you agreeing with them? Do you try to not agree with them? Um, because again, at some point, all of your insecurities just become negative self-projections. Like even if nobody, like even if people have stopped telling you all of the negative things that they've made you feel insecure about, if you're still at the end of the day, if you're still like allowing that to hold true to who you are when you think of yourself, then that's really like that's on you at that point you've decided to become your own bully by constantly putting yourself down and I honestly feel like that's the biggest that's one of the biggest injustices you can do to yourself just like being your own bully you're gonna go through life um or at least I know for me I know I'm definitely gonna go through life dealing with a lot of shit I'm definitely gonna be going through life dealing with a lot of people telling me things about myself and who I am that aren't gonna be true And by actively choosing to kind of work on how I view myself, even when it's instances where other people are trying to tell me about myself in a negative way, um, that's really up to me. (laughs) Um, 
And so I think the best way that I've really started to snap out of this concept of like being my own bully um, is by just kind of being true to wherever I am currently. When I say being true, I mean, whatever my body shape is right now, I'm, I'm dealing with it for what it is. I'm not going to dress a certain way just because my family feels like I should dress a certain way. Um, I'm acknowledging my hair texture for whatever it is. Um, my hair grows back in whenever it does decide to grow back in. I probably have a long way to go. It's so goddamn short. Um, but whenever my hair grows back in, whatever the texture it is, that's the texture that I'm just going to accept. It's just really taking it day by day and learning how to accept yourself for who you are and that isn't to say that you can't make changes just because you are suddenly accepting yourself for who you are but that does mean if you do choose to make particular changes within yourself make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons like don't do it because you feel like you have to do it um because other people are telling you that it's necessary for you and I feel like we do that We do that a lot throughout life. We definitely allow other people's opinions and thoughts to influence us. But at some point, you have to decide to listen to yourself before you listen to someone else. Um, And I'm very, very glad that I've started to get to that point because I guess ultimately, as I'm continuing to strive towards just being less insecure, um, I'm also really trying hard to grow more into myself with completely unbiased honesty about all of my good qualities and all of my good features um and you know you don't always have to be humble when it comes to appreciating yourself um like you don't always have to be humble you don't always have to kind of downplay yourself or your accomplishments or you know the moments that you look good and stuff like that I think we've reached a point where we just all kind of expect people to be down on themselves that if we do meet people that are conceited Well, I'm sorry, if we, not if we meet people that are conceited, but if we do meet people that think highly of themselves, we're very quick to label them as being like conceited or self-absorbed just because they don't bag on themselves 24-7. Like, I know people who it's kind of like a, if you try to tell them something negatively about themselves, they're just going to look at you and laugh. Like, they're going to look at you and laugh like you're the goofiest thing in the world because it's like, who are you to tell me something about myself? (laughs) And... You know, the people that I know like this, these are the people that a lot of people try to claim are just self-absorbed and and um, just like very conceited. But it's just like, no, like it's very, very hard to get from a point where all you're doing is saying negative things about yourself um, and then getting to a point where all you can think about is all of the good things about yourself. You have nothing but good things to tell yourself. And so if you, like me, are kind of at a point where you're starting to head down that journey don't feel as if you have to downplay yourself in instances where you're feeling really good about yourself. If you go out somewhere and somebody tells you, oh my God, you look really good. It's okay to be like, yeah, you know, I do look good. Thank you so much. (laughs) It's okay to acknowledge um, those type of things at times. Like it's totally necessary. Like it's necessary. I think by doing those things, by kind of acknowledging when you do look good or you're doing something well, especially when in the presence of other people, um, who are probably not expecting you to respond about yourself in such a positive way. Like you're learning something about that. Like you're definitely learning about what it means to kind of just, you know, push through your own insecurities and kind of allow yourself to exist in whatever way that you are. Like I ultimately feel like 
when you're less insecure, um, it allows you to have a certain type of freedom over yourself and it gives you a certain type of power over how you choose to live your own life and how you choose to express yourself. Because like I said, when you are secure in yourself, there is very little that people can tell you about yourself. And it just honestly feels really good. Like I'm at a point where I just feel really good about myself and I didn't think that it would be possible for me to feel good about myself. I went throughout 2017 feeling like pretty bad about myself. Um, but I think with like the haircut and everything else that I have going on, that's just kind of forcing me to take a good, long, hard look at myself. It's just kind of gotten to a point where it's just like, none of those negative things are for me anymore. I'm done with kind of being negative. Um, I'm done with kind of associating my existence with negative things. You know, even though I am, you know, even as a black woman that's kind of going through society um that just kind of refuses to appreciate you know me for who I am and other black women for who they are you know I'm just kind of done with the negativity that's not to say that I'm not gonna have like negative days going forward because I definitely am but I have actively made a decision recently to just cut all of that negative shit out So it's like, yeah, I'm probably still going to have instances where I feel insecure because that's natural. But, you know, for me now, I'm not going to allow those moments to engulf me. Like, I'm not going to allow it to ruin my day as I had in the past. And I think if you're anything like me and you're listening or you've listened to all that I've just said and you can relate to any of it, I definitely encourage you to really... If you don't want to take a good long hard look in the mirror, you don't have to do that. I know looking in the mirror is extremely difficult for some people. There were days and points in times where I could not bring myself to look at myself in the mirror because I was just so insecure about certain things. But even if you, um, but you know, if you just want to kind of reflect on your own insecurities and figure out where you need to begin in order to overcome yours, if if that's something that you choose to do, I know some of y'all probably aren't ready for that. It definitely is a big decision to get to a point where you've decided that you're going to try to actively work on becoming less insecure and accepting yourself more. Um, and if you don't want to look in the mirror and, you know, do like a step by step thing where you're like pointing out what you think is bad about you and then what you think is good about you to kind of get a more realistic idea of where your insecurities are coming from, um, you could definitely write it out, talk it over with somebody, maybe reflect on where a lot of your insecurities began. Because I know like with my weight, kind of realizing that my insecurities began with, you know, my family's negative comments and that they could end with me no longer allowing those negative comments to affect me has definitely been like a really big thing. And it's still, you know, it's still a new year, you know, like, even though I'm not one of those people, like, I didn't have resolutions or anything like, like any like cliche type of thing this year. Where I'm just like, oh, okay, my goals for 2018 is X, Y, and Z. Um, because I just felt like I've made so much progress in the right directions throughout 2017 that this is all just going to be a continuing experience for me as far as just like figuring things out um but you know for some of you guys who definitely truly like to have the new year as a start um let this be a start for you 
if you feel like you have some changes as far as like your insecurities and stuff like that that you need to make then you know allow this new year to be a start um I feel like the new year is always the one time during the year where you can make decisions regarding yourself without too many people actually questioning your intentions or motives behind it because a good chunk of people do use the, the new year as a fresh start um it's not like you owed anybody um an explanation anyway but you know for some people it's definitely easier to kind of get by on making heavier self decisions when you're at a point where it's kind of like nobody's going to question it and so I guess if anything, because I definitely just rambled for a second there, but I guess I would like to say that the takeaway of the day, which is actually going to be a norm in this at the end of each episode, I'm going to give you guys what I'm hoping you take away from all of this is that um, being insecure is like is really just lame as hell because it makes you your own bully and it is ultimately better to be a friend to yourself than a foe. It is better to truly be a friend to yourself than your own enemy. (laughs) And I hope that we all get to a point where we're no longer our own enemies because you only have your one self and you really can't do too much to change like who you are. Um, And so that is all the time that I have for today. Um, I just want to thank you guys again for tuning in. Please comment. Um on like if you follow me on any of my social medias my instagram my tumblr um my snapchat please comment and then follow me on my soundcloud if you want but really y'all i just i desperately need feedback because i'm never really aware of how many people are liking the content that i'm producing because people don't um get feedback so if you don't actually follow any of my social medias i probably should have just listed that off way sooner but yeah definitely feel free to send me feedback via my instagram which is at damn.dreary on my tumblr which is the real wine auntie that's one um word my snapchat which is greatest gatsby and yeah um that's all for today thank you guys so much for tuning in and enjoy the rest of your week